Grace Point Church podcast, we proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Reverend Harrison Mungai. Reverend Harrison is the lead pastor at Grace Point Church. Good morning and welcome to Christian Living on Fridays. This quarter, we are having short takes on theology understanding what the Bible teaches us about different subjects or even what we are to believe as Christians. Like we said last week, we are taking this um, in very small doses, just understanding one concept at a time. And we said today we're going to be thinking about what are we as believers uh, to believe about the Bible which is very, very important, particularly for us who we said last week are evangelicals, uh, people of the word, people of the Bible. What are we to believe about it? I think it's so crucial for us to begin at this point. I'd love to say that there are many things that can be said about the Bible, but maybe we just want to say a few that are absolutely important for us to believe and for us to hold dear. The first thing that I would love for you to understand is that the Bible is the Word of God. The second thing I'd love for you to know is that it is inspired or revealed Word of God. The third thing I'd love for you to understand today is that it is the sufficient or the complete word of God. And the fourth and the final thing I want you to know and understand today is that its primary message is the gospel. It's the word of God. It is inspired or revealed by God. It is sufficient or complete word of God. And that its primary message is the gospel. Let's come to the first one. That it is the word of of God. Now, how do we know that? How do we know that the Bible is the Word of God? Well, the Bible gives us its own internal evidence and its own internal claim that it is the Word of God. In many places, uh, more than 2,000 times, actually we get this um, word that is repeated over and over again, this phrase, thus says the Lord, or declares the Lord. It has its own internal evidence that indeed it is the word of God. But you might come back to me and say, hey, is that really fair? Do we believe the Bible is the word of God because it says it is the word of God? And actually, yes, I would, I would say, yes, the Bible is its own witness to itself that it is the Word of God. And there is no contradiction with that because when it comes to all authorities or to high authorities, there cannot be any other that can testify to it sufficiently other than its own witness. Let me give you a quick example. Um, if you live in Kenya, not too long ago, there was a constitutional uh, issue, an issue that called for a constitutional interpretation. And uh, it was to do with a, 
recent political initiative around BBI. And when the uh, matter came up at the High Court, of course, there was a ruling in a certain direction. It was then taken to the Court of Appeal. And because it's a constitutional case, then um, what's the basis of um, the, or on what basis are judges going to make their ruling? Well, they would make their ruling based on the Constitution. The matter has actually now since gone up to um, the Supreme Court. And what would be the basis of the ruling, whichever way things might go, at the highest court in the land? Well, they will have to use the Constitution to defend the Constitution because there cannot be any other voice that can defend the Constitution higher than the Constitution itself. And so there is no contradiction when we know that the evidence for the Bible being the Word of God uh, coming from the Bible itself. And so it's only internal evidence on many places, particularly in the prophets, it says that uh, often repeated phrase, thus says the Lord. You know, there is no doubt that the Bible is the Word of God. In a passage like Psalm 19, it talks about Thy word is perfect. The word of God is perfect. You know, in itself, it contains and indeed it reveals to us the word of God. So when we have the Bible in our hands, what we really are holding is the word of God spoken to us in human language, spoken to us in a language we can understand, translated to languages we can understand, but it certainly is the word of God. The second thing I'd love for you to take away this morning is that it is actually revealed by God. And uh, the big word that sometimes is used for that is inspired, inspired, that is made to exist by the will of God, God himself causing it to exist. Um, and I think a better translation of, of that idea of being breathed out by God is perhaps a much closer way of knowing that the word of God has been breathed out by God, that is inspired by God. If you think of those words that Paul uses uh, in uh, the second letter of Timothy 2, Timothy chapter 3 from verse 16, he says, is, um, I'm just going to read it for you. All scripture is breathed out by God. It is breathed out. It is inspired. It is spoken out by God. So the authority of scripture is indeed the authority of God himself because he has breathed out these words. And again, um, we, we read elsewhere in, in uh, uh, Peter's letter, his second letter in chapter 1 from verse 16, he writes um, a very, very strong um, testament here or, or statement on the word of God, on the nature of scripture. And he says, uh, when writing to Christians all over the world, that we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty for when he received honor and glory from God the Father and the voice was born to him by the majestic glory, 
This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. He continues to say, adding his own witness, we ourselves had this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing first, pay attention to this, of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. What, what Peter is saying here is, he did see the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, perhaps referring to that experience in the Gospels when uh, Jesus was transfigured and how he really saw that and heard that declaration that Jesus is the Son of God. But he also goes on to talk about now scripture saying that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. No prophecy was ever produced by the word of man, but actually men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Spirit. It is inspired. These are not words of men. This is the word of God, and it is actually revealed by God himself. The third thing, it is sufficient. It is sufficient. Now, when I say it's sufficient, it means it is enough. There is no need to add uh, anything else other than that which has already been given to us. I think of that verse that I read earlier on uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse 16. Now the following section says, um, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof and correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be completely equipped for every good work. In other words, then, all that is needed for the growth of the believer is given to us in the scriptures. In other words, everything we need has already been provided for. That then means that scripture is sufficient. We don't need to add anything else to it. It is already su <clears throat> sufficient. It is enough that which has been given to us. And we need to settle with that. We don't need any extra biblical revelation. We don't need to take away anything from Scripture. It is himself sufficient. John the Revelator, writing in his last chapter in Revelation 22, um, talks about no one is to add or take away anything from the book of prophecy. <clears throat> Perhaps referring to just a book he was writing, or even to the wider um, record of all scripture. And he warns no one to take away anything or to add anything to it because it is sufficient just the way it is. And Christians are to believe that the Bible is sufficient. We don't need to add anything to it. We don't need to take away anything from it. For indeed our Father has given us all that we need in the pages of scripture. <clears throat> and finally... Uh, we are also to believe that the central message of Scripture is the Gospel. The central message of Scripture is the Gospel. The main point or the um, big lesson that we are to learn from Scripture is the Gospel. Or rather, 
what the Bible teaches us is the message of salvation, those good news of our salvation that we find through the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, it is the revelation of God about God, particularly as seen specifically in the work and person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the central character then of the Bible is Jesus. What scriptures show us is Jesus. Now in John chapter 5 verse 39, uh, Jesus were rebuking uh, some people here, uh, says that they were actually um, reading the scriptures, um, but were not quite realizing that all scriptures uh, testify or actually witness about him. He says that um, um, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. But it is scriptures that testify about me. All scripture testify about me, says Jesus. In other words then, at the heart of scripture is Jesus. You know, in the Old Testament, he is longed for and he is indeed desired. Uh, he is sometimes illustrated in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, and he is revealed uh, in the New. Um, and, and that's very important to know that the central character and the central message is the gospel, is the salvation of people who are fallen and separated from God, being united with Christ uh, or with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. So then what are Christians to believe about the Bible? I've said many things, but please remember this four, that it is a word of God, that is God has spoken clearly in the page of scriptures and authoritatively. But it is also, the second thing, inspired, that is revealed by God himself. All scripture is God-breathed. No prophecy of scripture came from anybody's will, but men spoke as God enabled them or as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Third, it is sufficient. We don't need to add anything else or take away from it. It is indeed sufficient to equip um, followers of Jesus for every good work. And finally, its central message, that's the Bible, is the good news of our salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. So what's the Bible about? Well, it's about Jesus. That is the primary and its central message how we can be reunited with God through Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening in today and may the Lord help you to esteem the scriptures. You know, go to them and may you find Jesus in the pages of scripture. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again for a new episode. Goodbye.